0: Where any or young mechanic can be a panic with just a good Hello and welcome to a very special Oscar edition of Hollywood RX with your hosts, Dr. Adam Dewey and myself, Dr. Gregor Meyer. Yes, indeed,
1: the doctors are in. Doctors are in. <clears throat> okay, so... The
0: votes are in, but the doctors are in.
1: <laughs>
0: the doctors votes
1: are in. So, um, we didn't uh, do a whole lot of uh, deciding how we were going to go about this, other than we're going to talk about just a couple of the main categories. Sorry if there are people who really love to know, you know, the, um, you know pr- who won the uh, Oscar for editing an animated short or something. Um, we're gonna stick with the big, big ticket items, and you want to work our way backwards, maybe towards picture, the way yeah, they do. Yeah. Okay, much,
0: much like they do. All right, cool. Um, and uh, however, I, I would just like to, uh, I would just like to say, yeah, that uh, boo on them for not doing anything to have the industry somehow absorb those shorts those those live-action shorts those animated shorts the things that get nominated that we don't get to see
1: yeah
0: as public it's not like they these these things don't precede the movies that we're going that we're paying to see that's true so it's mean nothing to us as all well.
1: i i understand what you're saying i guess if if you're in a larger if you're listening in sort of larger metropolitan areas i'm you know out of los angeles here they are available at, like, the uh, Arclight Cinemas, and you can go see them as a block at the Lemley or some of these more high pollutant type places. And I did notice on my DVR today, as I was setting up to record the Oscars, uh, that there was an option for shorts, animated, and um, and live action. So there may be they may be airing in smaller ways or different ways, but generally speaking, they are, yeah, definitely hard to... Track down. I think it would be a fantastic idea to run them ahead of other films uh, somehow. But I'm sure there's a whole.
0: Well, as you know, and you know possibly some of our listeners do as well. That's how they used to do it back in the day. Was when you went out to the movies, not necessarily something big and huge. Right. You know, like uh, the Alamo (laughs) Roadshow edition. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's usually something like Father's Little Dividend, and you would get like a cartoon and a newsreel
1: beforehand. I love that idea. I wish there were places that still did it. I, I get why it's not economically feasible, and also that certainly now that the internet is here, it's, it almost becomes irrelevant.
0: It's feasible or desirable. Yeah.
1: Because I
0: think it's clearly
1: feasible. It's feasible, but not, I don't think, financially desirable for anybody involved. Yes. Um, but if some, you know, smaller. Uh, art house place, you know, gruesome balls, it would be a cool thing to do. Um, it would be a cool thing to do. Even just sort of one day a week or something. Um, but even those folks are on hard times. So we'll, we'll get into some other sort of politics of show business later maybe, but uh, let's start by talking about some supporting actresses. Okay. Now, I haven't given this any thought prior to this moment other than seeing, I hope, many <laughs> of these movies. Um... So, although now that I'm looking at the list of supporting actresses, I realize that uh, I am going to be woefully uh, ignorant here. So my apologies.
0: Yes, uh, there are a lot of apologies that are going to be Yeah,
1: with this one pre-apology. Yes. Um, so, uh, the list I have here says uh, Jennifer Jason Leigh for Hateful Eight. What? What list do you have? Oh, no. Am I looking at the wrong thing? Uh. Sank <laughs> You bastard.
0: Yep.
1: Uh, Rooney Mara for Carol, Rachel McAdams for Spotlight, Alicia Vikander for The Danish Girl, and Kate Winslet, Steve Jobs. Oh. Um, I've seen one of these films. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and you know what? I am glad that Jennifer Jason Leigh was nominated because I think she. For what she is given to do, she does a fantastic job of it. I mean, she really put so many interesting uh flavors into that nut job she played. Yes, she did. Yes, um flavors. I don't I don't know that I feel like it's Oscar worthy performance. And, right. And I can't sort of judge it against the others, unfortunately, sadly. It's not gonna it it's right. not gonna stop me from having an opinion about who I think will win. Right. But uh in well, any case
0: uh, but, but much as people are saying about uh, Leo DiCaprio and The Revenant, you know, I think it's her time. You look at her body of work. Oh. Yes, they're not... She hasn't necessarily been in a lot of, pop, like, mainstream popular movies lately. Yeah. You look at her body of work, man. Going back as far as easy money,
1: <laughs> she is
0: amazing all the time. She's amazing in The Hitcher. She did all these, like, these, these real oddball... 80s movies, yeah, like yeah, Sister with Eric Stoltz and oh my god, uh, uh, Heart of Midnight. Um, <laughs> now but, wait, and, and, but, but but she's one of those. But she's one of those. Uh, she's one of those actors. Yeah, like, like I felt about Jeff Bridges for a long time. It's, even though the, the material, like it may not have been the best choice, but the commitment is there, and it's. And it really stands out and rises above everything else going on. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of been, like, her whole career. So if she's nominated for anything, I'm happy with it. That's cool. If it but when, for shortcuts, I would have been happy with it.
1: Well, her, first of all, going back to Easy Money, that's Rodney Dangerfield, correct? That's right. Okay, I just wanted she, to make sure. She's around,
0: yeah, she's been around since, what, 82? Yeah, yeah. Was,
1: yeah. I mean, she was sort of one of those teen... teen you know, I don't think she was Brat Pack necessarily, but... No, not at all. Brat Pack adjacent, maybe.
0: Nope, not at all. No, okay. I think... No, I think I think she... Uh, she had a little more gravity that uh, that, 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 precluded her involvement in any
1: mm. of your Brat Packs. Right, right. Uh, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled
0: she's nominated as well, like you. I don't... I'm not sure that this was like the role of her career. Right.
1: When you well, said uh, she's due, you just meant for a nomination, though. You didn't mean that they were going to give it to her because it's her time. Well, no. That that it kind of is what I'm saying. Because oh, I'm, okay. No, because I've heard from people mm-hmm.
0: like, oh, they really hope that Leo gets it this time. Gets it because he's really due. And I'm what I'm getting from it is not that you know, oh, it's about time he's nominated. They, it's you know, I he's understand. overdue
1: for being nominated previously. So now that he's nominated, we're gonna give it to him. I see. Okay. Well, I just don't feel like she maybe falls into that same category in terms of just the volume of work. I could be wrong. Uh, compared to one another, that she probably has more than he does, uh, credit wise. I'm not sure. But um, looking at the rest of that list, uh, who do you like in general, and and who do you like for Maybe for winning something, or if you think if you're going to go with her, that's cool too. Jennifer Jason Leigh, like uh, who else are you a fan of on that list?
0: Oh, um, pretty much everybody that I've seen. Rooney Mara, um, I love Rachel McAdams to death. I yeah, thrilled she's nominated. Uh, I'm I'm ashamed of myself for publicly admitting that as of this moment, I've seen. <laughs> I have not seen Spotlight, but by the time anyone is able to hear this, I'm going to have
1: <laughs> you will have seen it.
0: Uh, yeah. Yes, I. Kate Go Winslet on. goes without saying. She's our generation's. Uh, she, she's like Meryl Streep. Of course, she's nominated. You know. Right. She's amazing. Um, I don't know Alicia
1: Vikander, but I'm guessing. But my money's on her for winning. I know her, but I'm not going to say why I know her because I've mentioned the movie too many times on this show already. Um, oh well, then shame on me for not knowing what it is. Should I tell you? Brooklyn? No. <laughs> That's a very good guess. Ex Machina. Oh. She is the Machina. Um, oh. in that uh, thing, yeah. No. Uh, I'm so I'm so hesitant to see that. I hate to say publicly. Well, listen. I think you I think you should see uh, Spotlight first. Is what you should do. But um. Okay. Uh, I have enjoyed Rooney Mara before, but she's never really sort of... You know, I saw her in... Uh, what was the one she did? Oh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Certainly I saw that. And um, uh, I think I saw Side Effects. I did see at least a portion of it. None of it really... Oh, well, I saw the social network, so I would have seen her there as well. in Prometheus. Oh, of course. But you know what? In none of it does she just... Well, maybe in Prometheus, but where she... Like really grabs me, and I and I actually like put a her face oh, to uh, her name.
0: Oh, I. She she grabbed me in that movie in, in Prometheus. She had she she definitely had a couple of scenes. The scene where she, self-aborts. I self aborts. mean.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's pretty. That was pretty intense. Yeah. Um, um. She may be a little too much of a chameleon for me, or something. I'm not quite sure. Which seems unfair to judge her that way, but uh, for being too good at what she does. Um, Rachel McAdams is delightful, but see, it's so hard to know because like sometimes just stuff starts to sweep the show, and I feel like we're going to have a director, best picture, actor, and actress maybe that's kind of sweepy, and then I think some of the supporting things... Uh, and screenplay and stuff are gonna be scattered around a little bit. Uh,
0: I, I, I have a feeling this is gonna be a scattered year as well. As I was looking through the list earlier, I kind of scan, I kind of scanned it um, when I printed it out.
1: Um, like I'm gonna go wild card here. I'm gonna say Alicia Vikander. That's well. That's what I'm saying. Here. oh Okay. Well, there you go. Um, so, both- so, so we'll both be right or we'll both be wrong. um Uh, Supporting actor uh, Christian Bale for the big short uh, Tom Hardy in The Revenant I don't even think I need to keep reading Uh, Mark Ruffalo (laughs) Spotlight Uh, Mark Rylance, Bridge of Spies and Sylvester Stallone Creed That's a really interesting group of uh, movies and actors and roles Yes it is Uh, Holy cow Um, I think I've seen almost all of those 4 out of 5 and I love... I, I didn't love Christian Bale in The Big Short. I don't know. Did you see that? Not yet. Not yet. By the time okay.
0: anyone
1: hears this, <laughs> by the time anyone cares anymore, um, The Big Short. Yeah. I, then I won't. Say, I won't say anything too spoiler about it. He. It's a very sort of twitchy performance, but um, you know, he's not. He, he's. He's definitely one of these guys who throws himself into something completely, and. Um, he almost doesn't seem like Christian Bale to me here. So he does a a terrific job with that. Mark Rylance, Bridge of Spies had never seen him before. He's a stage actor and he was phenomenal in that movie. I really liked him a lot. Um, uh, sometimes it's just seeing like when you see like a, a new face, but somebody who is really good at what they do. Um, it is, it's very exciting. Um, and he's one of them. New face on an old body. I mean, he's been around for a while. Sylvester Stallone, what do you think there? I mean, I, I don't think he, can, he, I don't, he can't win. Can he win? To tell you the truth? Yeah. Oh, no. I, I He's kind of...
0: My money's on sly. <laughs>
1: Holy smokes. All right, all right. My
0: money's on sly. <laughs> as much as I would love to see Tom Hardy get it, because... The the, the the way he embodied in eighteen what an early nineteenth yeah. century, right. century scumbag was just
1: amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, all right. So you're going you're going creed stolen for creed. I I think yeah, I think
0: he's going to be oh I hate to say it. This is just purely analytic, Sly. I'm not... This is not... This is not subjective. This is not coming from my heart. Yeah. But I think Sly is going to be the... Wow. ...older generation aboard this year.
1: Holy smokes. Maybe so. I'm going with Tom Hardy because I just love that performance too much. And I thought that was a really well-written part that got more interesting and richer as it went along. Whereas The Big Short doesn't get more interesting and of Spies doesn't get more... You know all of those oh, parts no, pretty no. much you know maybe sly and tom split the vote and... <laughs> they it. go up there together yeah well that would be pretty phenomenal if that were the case um okay so uh, what do you ha- who do you have there for actors oh we're jumping up to
0: actors oh we, don't,
1: we don't have to no no, no. let's do uh, let's do original screenplay yeah let's do that cool cool who, read them off.
0: Who do you got? I'll read them off. All right. <clears throat> Matt Charman, I admit I don't know his other work. Yeah. And Paul Ethan Cohen for Bridge of Spies.
1: Mm.
0: Alex Garland for Ex Machina. Josh Cooley, Pete Doctor, and Meg LaFove for Inside Out. Tom McCarthy and Josh Singer for Spotlight. Jonathan Herman, Andrea Burloff, and S. Lee Savage. Straight out of
1: content. Oh, I didn't realize straight out of content had been nominated. That's um...
0: really oh, because in the coverage of all the uh, yeah, of all the uh, <coughs> the, the homogeneity of this year's uh, nominations, that was that was the one thing everyone noted was you know, like that that was the one that nominated. was the category, right? A, a,
1: a Picture of color, yeah. Um, I love the your use of the word homogeny. that was very cool and I will say that maybe uh that particular movie uh got nominated for that particular category because uh the scripts were written on white paper and so I'm sorry you always give me a look. this is a joke. Um, no no, no, no. It, it actually <laughs> took me a second it actually took me a second to get it.
0: That's then, all right. It was a way homer. I'm like, well, what are the people would it be?
1: It's all They're white. Um, let me go first here, because I don't really know. Um, gosh, gosh, gosh. Here's the thing that I'm worried about, because the nominations are not the same thing as the as the voting. It's a separate ballot. Right, right? it's a separate <laughs> thing. And so, what I'm worried about is that Compton will will win because of all the ugliness about the homogeny. Why are you worried? Worried it's going to win? Well, worried that it's going to win not on merit necessarily, but on uh, liberal PC blah, blah, blah.
0: <laughs> then, um, then you need to see it get the award because of the conspicuous yes, yes. of other Yes. Yeah, to, of to, most shameful nominations. Yeah,
1: for the Academy body to prove the point that they are colorblind or not colorblind, as the case may be. Um, I I'm going to go with Spotlight as my guess here. Okay, uh, with Straight Out of Compton as a uh, in the wings, but uh, Spotlight. Where, where where are you looking?
0: It is tough. Um, screenplay predictions have always been troublesome for me, historically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's either. I think it's either going to be Spotlight
1: or Compton. Um, oh, okay. All right. Will you pick one over the other? You want to take Compton so that we can be. Just, 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 just yes. All right. Yes.
0: I'm going with Compton. Oh man! Yeah. So I'm, I'm, yeah, that's my solidarity with the brothers.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, I think we proved that solidarity a couple of uh, episodes back.
0: Um, hey, I just—I don't know if you caught it, but I watched the other night the uh, uh, the Black Panthers documentary that Stanley Nelson did. That's I have not. Excellent. It's uh, it's excellent. It 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 adds a lot of perspective to one of those things we all think we know.
1: Right. Actually, I <laughs> know much less about it than I should. Uh, you caught it in a theater? Was it streaming? Was it... Oh, no, 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 no. It, it, it happened to be on uh, PBS. Yeah. Okay. All right. I will see if I can find it coming up again so I can be... I as... know, was it eligible
0: to be nominated last year. I, I somehow think it was.
1: It did technically for my last year. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, How about Adapted? Who do you have for that?
0: Well, just for the record, the nominees for Best Adapted Screenplay are... Yes. Goddard for The Martian, Nick Hornby for Brooklyn, Adam McKay and Charles Randolph for The Big Short, Phyllis Magie for Carol, and Emma Donahue for Room. Hmm.
1: Huh. Well we know I have an affinity for Brooklyn, but I don't trying to think about the writing for that versus say the writing for the Martian or for the Big Short. I have to say that the Big Short is not um is not you know, a super dramatic type thing, but I thought that the writing was was really solid, in as much as I can separate the writing from the um from the editing in some cases.
0: Well well, well here's the question. Yeah. From, from who hasn't seen it. Was it as far as you know, was it uh the the material on which it was based? Was that narrative material? Or was that nonfiction? To be converting nonfiction reporting into a into a narrative or was there a novelization of what happened that they
1: well i i have to say that i don't know specifically the answer to that question however i do know that in all the other cases they were narratives so okay. if it if it was a narrative and it was simply adapting that narrative for the screen then it truly belongs uh to stand shoulder to shoulder with these other nominations if it was okay. like newspaper you know articles that were trans transformed then it almost feels like it belongs somewhere else, but um i think I think that uh, yeah I'm probably wrong, but that's what i'm gonna that's what I'm gonna root for I'm sorry what I'm going for the big short, although I think I'm gonna get it wrong
0: oh okay um, I, I, I I think you're right actually
1: uh, there's just uh, there's actually I, yeah go on.
0: I, I, well, I don't want to spoil my uh, a, a prediction that we're going to come to shortly. Oh, okay, <laughs> but I, think, I, <laughs> I, I I think there's a there's a title on this list that I think is going to win a larger award. Okay, and because of that, it's it's not going to win screenplay. I which, see what you're saying. Which would
1: be a shame
0: because I'm sure that from what I gather, having not yet seen it, but having that seen it by the time it yeah. hearing it. Um, because I imagine that a lot of the visualization of that story is there on the paper. Okay. That it's um, reason why it's nominated. So uh, that's all I'm going to say. But I think you're right. I think it's going to be the big show.
1: Damn it. Now I'm starting to change my mind about some stuff. But first of all, I want to say that some of the writing in Martian I thought was unforgivably bad. And so it actually offends me to see it on this list. Um, I just thought uh, that uh, not basically anything that Matt Damon said or did was spot on, perfect and fantastic, except for that climax. Um, And and um, and a lot of the stuff with the crew on the ship was just boilerplate dialogue given to Oscar caliber actors. And if, and if it's getting nominated, it's, it's on the shoulders of those people for having brought some life to those, those turds of exchanges that they had. Wow.
0: Okay. I have to say, I, I know I didn't like it at the time, but I certainly didn't come away <laughs> from that movie with the same amount of venom as you. Um, oh, no, no, let me be yes, clear. Let me I, be
1: clear. I enjoy that movie. I don't like the writing, and I don't think it's Oscar-caliber writing.
0: I, I, I agree with you. I, I, okay. I'm generally a little baffled... By the by, the praise being being bestowed upon the writing of that of that film, I have to say.
1: And I, I don't think Room uh, Room may be wonderful, and I think everyone goes, who sees it says, "Oh, it's so this, that, da, that, da, da, you know," and and sort of raves about it. But I think that the actual number of people who are seeing it is very small, even within the in the um, the Academy itself. Um... And I'm actually gonna change my answer if you don't mind. And I'm gonna go Brooklyn just because I liked it. I still think I'm gonna be wrong. I think it's gonna be Carol, but I'm gonna go Brooklyn. Well,
0: you know, it's funny because I was thinking about Brooklyn. I was thinking that it would be the big shorter Brooklyn.
1: Oh, okay. It's it's just it's just a lovely. It's lovely. It's delightful. Um but uh let's push on to uh yes. to um where where do we leave off on the major ones? Well, I... a major one. Well, I guess we would now be at Best Actor. Ooh, actor. Okay, actor, and then we'll do actress. Holy smokes! Brian Cranston as Trumbo. I love me some Brian Cranston. I know you haven't seen his Touchstone work. Um, so. Uh, and off. But I mean, look at this guy. He's got Emmys. I I he's got this. Uh, has he been nominated for a Tony? I wonder. Probably. Who knows? Oh yeah, he was on. You know, he was on stage this uh, past season, so he may well um, be working his way towards that. So, kudos to Brian Cranston. Haven't seen Trumbo, um, so I don't. I can't speak to that, but I have a feeling it's not going to be him. Uh, Matt Damon for The Martian, Leonardo DiCaprio for The Revenant, uh, Michael Fassbender for Steve Jobs and Eddie Redmayne for The Danish Girl. Um, Why don't you have a go at this one?
0: Well, okay, I'll tell you. I I think you you summed up the the Cranston... uh, the Cranston element quite succinctly.
1: Yeah. I don't see Matt Bain in getting it. No, I don't think so. I don't think there was enough um, of the traditional kind of story arc that the Academy seems to like. Um, You know, not enough character development, although he was a a really striking character. I don't think he, structurally, I don't think it's written in a way that turns them on.
0: Well, I see Dark Horse, Eddie Redmayne. really.
1: Really? Oh, my God! I kid you you're like my hero. You're making all these these choices I don't even know where they're coming from. God bless Eddie Rainmain. He was absolutely fantastic last year in the meaning of everything. What was that? The theory of everything. Yes. Um, the meaning of life is what I guess I was confusing it with. <laughs> um, <laughs> you want to talk about nomination. Right. Uh well he was he actually was no, I'm sorry. He, he wasn't in. Never mind. I'm going to shut up. Um Uh, he was he was stunning in that Um, and I feel and he may well be stunning in this too but I don't think back-to-back is what he's going to do I will be I'll be delighted for him because I think he's really special and I'm dying to see what he does in the future I think we have I think we're really blessed right now with a whole lot of actors who make very interesting project choices um oh, absolutely yeah. That's- uh it's amazing. Um and I, I, if you think back to the 80s and you just think of, you know, God bless everybody I'm about to mention but sort of Kurt Russell and Sylvester Stallone and you know, a- any of those sort of leading men of the 80s, even Tom Cruise, they were none of it was that interesting. A lot of it was entertaining, but there was you really didn't leave thinking about it much. Um so you're going there. Okay, so I don't think I th- I think that Steve uh jobs just fell so f- it was just flatlined. Um and you know once <laughs> once Ashton Kutcher has had his way with a role, it's sloppy seconds for Michael Fassbender. I it's mean, not seconds how- for anybody. Yeah. How can he uh how can he hope to stand up to that benchmark? No, that's very that that that, that is set quite, by Ashton yeah. Kutcher. Um I, I'm going I'm, all day and all night Leo DiCaprio um, he, he suffered for his art now it's our turn and, um, and he is going to uh, take that prize I'm, I'm sure yeah
0: I'm, I'm, you are probably right and I am probably wrong
1: I, but I, I admire your bravery your brashness I really think you are leading the way Uh, For the future generations to uh, to, uh, blazing blazing trails, really. Matt Damon, I think, has done much better in other movies. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. Um, Leo, I think, has been consistently excellent, if not amazing. And again, I think there are roles he should have been nominated for and won, and perhaps didn't. Right. uh, Brian Cranston, loving this, you want you.
1: I'm going to... Uh, yeah, and I, I somehow I have a feeling like...
0: I don't see Leo getting it just because he didn't.
1: Oh, wow. Well, okay, listen. It could very well happen. Certainly, uh, it'll all be interesting. I don't track, like, oh, who won the SAG Award? Who won this and who won that? I forget it as soon as it goes in and out of my head, so... I have no predictors there.
0: Um, yeah, I, I, yeah I, I'm not up on that stuff either. What a review.
1: Unrelated specifically to this category, but generally to this discussion, I had heard something recently, and I don't know if they were referring to the Oscars themselves, but it was a very interesting notion I wanted to see if you'd heard about it and or what your opinion was, that um, they're going to be doing sort of a trial. Again, I don't know if it's this Oscar broadcast, where... Oh, it'll be a trial. Then. <laughs> Where the nominees provide to the producers the list of people that they would want to thank that fall into the category of producer, uh, my agents, or whatever it is. The sort of they get up and rattle off a list of names that nobody knows, and and that those names will run on a scroll at the bottom of the screen. Uh, you know, Kate Blanchett wish, wishes to thank, and then there'll be a list of names. Um, that goes underneath, while she's giving a speech that has content and meaning. Oh, you mean, so basically
0: there's going to be a ticker at the bottom? A ticker with, at the bottom that gets with, rid of... Who she wants to thank?
1: Yes. Oh, that's...
0: that could work. That could work.
1: I certainly don't care about... I, when I watch those speeches, I am looking for whatever the pure, spontaneous moment that's going to occur and yeah. it's, it's never listing the people that they should thank. Right. Um, right. You know, there should be phrases that are allowed, like, I didn't think this was going to happen, so I didn't prepare anything. No one should be allowed should. to say that anymore. They should immediately snatch it away from them and give it to the person who got the next number of votes.
0: I think, actually, um, Stephen Soderbergh handled it incredibly well. I love the way he articulated it. He, just, he came up to the mic and said, there are a number of people like agents and managers who I you know, who I will thank privately and and then just had personal things to say. Right,
1: about. exactly. But like
0: he was aware of it. It's like, yeah, I mean, most people don't know these names. Right. They're not even going to remember these names. I know you think you're doing them a favor because you're reading it out loud. Millions of people are watching. Yeah. Guess what? Millions of people forgot that name yeah. by the time
1: you've been helped off the stage. There are a thousand people... There are at most a thousand people, almost, you know, not at most, but I mean like there's no. one city in the world where it matters whose name you say and <laughs> all across the world what, what could matter is talking about the influence your grandfather had on you or what it exactly. means, what your wife and children exactly. mean or what so you know
0: if it, if it frees them up if it frees them up from having to, to do that. Yeah. Then I'm all for it.
1: And then they can always double back and go, you know, well, they can they can still name check a few people who are who make the cut, so it'll become ugly and it'll probably not end up going on. And again I don't know it will be on this one, but something Super to look
0: Nathan, you are so much more than a manager.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's what I am talking about. So Best Actress. Who do you got for best yeah, actress over there? Best look. actress. Who are you seeing? On your list. Yeah, that's really interesting. I don't know.
0: I don't know. See now, because I'm not out there. Yeah. Just the at this moment, I don't know. Uh, I I don't know what the vibe is like. Like, is Joy still, still like? Does it have the same traction it had six months ago?
1: I don't think so. I'm not. I'm not even really aware that it ever had any serious traction.
0: No, but I thought even at the time when it came out, I thought everyone was basically, like.
1: That basically the reviews were ecstatic about her and less yes. stuff about the movie. I see what you're saying. Um, that it's is so possible, just, but uh, the just list for just, just for those listening the list Kate is Kate Blanchett and Carol, Brie Loss, Larson in Room, J- Jennifer Lawrence in Joy, Charlotte Rampling 45 years, and Saoirse Ronan in Brooklyn. And so you're you're thinking about joy because of uh, the splash. I don't know, man. Well, it just seemed to me that when it came out, there was already a lot of t- like that's when Oscar buzz started. Right, right.
0: You know, I, I heard it first when yeah. that thing came out. So, um, but my if I were a betting man, yeah. My money would be on Green Larson. Really?
1: Holy yeah, cow. Yeah, I can see
0: her as Suarez, but I'm thinking Brie.
1: Her or uh, Saoirse Ronan? Yes, She Oh, okay. Right. All right. What did you, I say? <laughs> I don't, it sounded like you said Suarez, uh, hey, <clears throat> which I love. I think I'm going to start calling her Suarez. Um... <clears throat> Suarez Ronan. Uh, so okay, I, I, I can't, I can't even understand you saying that. It's to me, it's like Carol. To me, it's uh, to me, it's Carol. It's Carol. I Ooh. want it. I want it to be Suarez Ronan. I, I would be so delighted and thrilled. She is such a charming and terrific young actress, and very exciting. And I'm deathly bored with Clay, Kate Blanchett.
0: Um, oh well, now, well, time the fuck out. <laughs> I, I, to me, to me, I never tire. Plenty. We'll talk about somebody who has consistently picked interesting and varied work. Is her Kate Blanchett? Uh,
1: yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, 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 it's I'm not yep. sure that this is uh, the kind of role that.
1: I see what you're saying Rise
0: above some of the others, yeah, I have not seen room yet <clears throat> that's changing in a number of
1: hours, okay uh, well, is. um but um,
0: but from what I gather, she really kind of she's it sounds to me like she kind of holds the movie, like she not, not holds it, I don't mean like she holds it together, but I mean yeah, like he's. She's sort of like the gravitational center of that movie.
1: Well, you know, uh, it's funny because I think Charlotte uh, it's Rampling. Yeah. Such amazing movies. Okay. I think Charlotte Rampling um, has that kind of like, well, here she is. How many more chances are we going to have to give her one? But that sometimes backfires. Um, it does sometimes backfires. And well, I feel no, like but, this is going to be one of those times.
0: I don't think so because. Um, you know, okay, yeah, she was on Dexter, but I don't think she's. She kind of registers with the voting. Today's
1: public. voters. All right, you know what? Fuck it. Oh, okay. I'm going to go for Soirees Ronan because you went for Brie, and uh, I'll leave Kate Blanchett at the altar. Uh, you were saying she makes interesting choices, but I find, I don't know, uh, for projects, but I, I, I don't know. I just don't get too excited about what she's. Doing. Hey,
0: look, man, the only things I think you could point to in her career that were really just like paycheck projects. Maybe Lord of the Rings, uh, and, <laughs> and, and bandits. But other than that, it's pretty respectable.
1: Well, there's Jungle Book it's Origins coming to up. <laughs> huh? I say there's Jungle Book Origins coming up and how to train your dragon three. Um, but, uh... yeah, but
0: those voices?
1: <laughs> yeah, <that doesn't... laughs> Uh, it doesn't count. No, yeah, she she was in two also. I'm just quickly scrolling through here. And I'm... She was in Indiana Jones and Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Okay, uh,
0: that was a paycheck.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, she did the Good German. That was Matt Damon, wasn't it? I think it was. Uh, She has... You're absolutely right. She has some... The Life Aquatic with Steve Sisu. Um. So, yeah, she's in some really Benjamin super... Park. Benjamin Button. Yeah, she's in some really super interesting things. I just wanted to see. Here's the deal. Here's our stop. Everything. Okay. She's in the Talented Mr. Ripley, which is one of my all-time favorite movies. I thought what? that was her. Absolutely. I adore Talented Mr. Ripley.
0: Holy cow! We're gonna have to do an episode about that. So good. Good. I'd love to. Holy cow! Really? Yeah. I thought it was. I I thought it was excellent, but it didn't. I've never met anyone who's called it their one of their
1: favorites. Uh yeah, I would hands well, down say see that, but I would not hands down say see. Oh, I'm gonna pick something horrible on the list. No, it doesn't matter. Sometimes you gotta you pay can't. the bills. That's my point. <laughs> back to my original. Uh, back to your of... original point. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, enough of that nonsense. Um, so yeah. I'm gonna go with. Uh, Suarez Ronan. Stop calling it <laughs> no, that. No, I just love it, because every time I come to it, I get scared I'm going to say it wrong. Now I know I'm going to say it wrong, but it's a, a wonderful I wrong. I can't um, wait to
0: one day be publicly confronted with that. Right?
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, because I'm the one who's going to keep saying it. Mm. I'll be the one who gets uh, right. gets in trouble. Okay. I think we're now right. down let's, to... Let, let's, let's, yeah. let's get on to the big picture. Yeah, big. the big picture. All right. No, Best director. Oh, I'm sorry, Best Director. I'm not good. All right, so Adam McKay for The Big Short, George Miller for Mad Max Fury Road, Alejandro G. Ignorito for The Revenant, Lenny Abraham for Room, and Tom McCarthy for Spotlight. You are worse than John Travolta. Oh. (laughs)
0: Alejandro
1: (laughs) González. Adele Adele Dazim. For the record. Um, I have seen uh, most of those and I uh, for director I really like the work that Adam McKay did in the big short particularly since he was coming from uh, sort of foolish comedies and he took this subject matter that was very serious brought a lightness to it And a wackiness to it without undermining the seriousness. He did a really, really terrific job, but I don't think he can win for it. Mm. Um, Not up against some other heavy hitters in this class. Um, George Miller brought back old school action in Mad Max Fury Road. You know, practical effects. And and it was just a stunning uh, choreography of mayhem. Uh, and was really in its way as uh, I, I sort of, it's it's the other side of the scale from The Revenant they really could balance each other out in terms of the scope that the director took on and the sort of what must have been uh, very gritty and um, uh, just an environment to make a film that would wear a person down to their the nub of their soul um, and that they both turned out very, uh, special, I think movies um, I don't think Lenny or Tom is in this race either, I think it's George Miller or In in your (laughs) Tito (laughs) Alejandro Uh, yeah, it's I'm not gonna get it uh, so it's between the two of them for me and I I think it's gonna be, uh you know what, I'm gonna go George Miller I I changed my mind at the last second.
0: Wow! You well, you want to talk about like the long time <laughs> horse, the balls involved for that? Well, I'm like,
1: sure I'm going to be wrong, I'm, all of mine. I'm going George Miller. Um,
0: for me, yes. See, it's interesting. I somehow I I don't see Miller being in this race. I think you summed up the Adam
1: McKay scenario. Wait, you don't see who being in this case? Okay. George Miller. Okay. Oh, George Miller. Okay, yeah, you're dropping out a little. Go on. Oh, sorry, okay. yeah. That's George okay.
0: Miller. The George Miller.
1: Yes, there. That was the first time I heard it. Go on. Um,
0: for me, it's either between... And how dare you,
1: by the way. Go on. Or... Lenny Abramson. It's between Lenny Abramson and who was your first one? Inari two. Inari That's fair. I was Inari two right down to the last second, and then I, I went sentimental. I don't
0: think there's anything wrong enough with the Revenant directing that would preclude him from winning. Looks wow. like it's because of because of what you know, the cast endured for the realism, and um, and hey, we didn't talk about this when we talked. It, or I don't think we talked about this. When yeah, we about it, but I read about it subsequently. Um, they that movie was shot completely in natural light. Yes, yes.
1: Did we talk about that? We didn't, but that is correct.
0: That yeah. Um, and that they went with analog, f- or they went with digital because they could get an extra hour right. of sunlight. Because you and I had talked, because we had talked about how, you know, for all the visuals and, right. and the around the 70 millimeter of Hateful Eight, that this was a much more visually striking movie. Yes, well,
1: and he did it in, the, I mean, friggin', uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Tarantino abhors digital and is 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 part of his plan to stop directing Well, god bless he, him for that what god bless him for that and i'm saying that's fine god bless him but if you get a real guy who knows what he's doing he can he can actually make it work wow. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: i know i'm terrible but um that's awesome i thank you for reminding me of that i, I really think all i'm all i'm thinking is that uh is that last year was uh Birdman, yes? Yes. And I don't think he's gonna go back to back. Because no. the previous year was um uh uh gravity and so we can't go gravity uh then to it's gotta come back to an American. Like George Miller. <laughs> oh man, Anyway, I, no, watch. We're both going to be wrong, and Adam McKay is going to say. Yeah, it. Just, and good for you know anyone named Adam, I'm all for. So, and for all you listeners out there, there's a <laughs> Kay said
0: that is not very well known, but I think is brilliant. Yeah. Hit it now, so you can all you can all search for it and watch it and enjoy it as I do. But one of the SNL digital shorts he did. Yeah. This is going back now. I don't know how many years, but he did a digital short called. Or, oh, well, I, I don't remember the title exactly, but it was basically, it was about Neil Armstrong. It was Neil Armstrong, The Later Years. And it was a portrait of Neil Armstrong <laughs> having withdrawn from media and all that. Yeah. And just living out the quiet suburban retiree's life. And uh, it is hysterical. Absolutely hysterical and genius. Just just genius to have been thought out the way it have been thought out. Um, So, uh, yes, I I predict that we'll both be wrong. While at the same time, my money's on land.
1: All right, then. That's going to be an exciting category for us. Excuse me. Um, Okay. Um, Before we go to the picture... What I wanna I know I wanna ask you a quick little question. I don't know that you're gonna have an answer. I don't necessarily have an answer. Are there any films, actors, actresses, directors, or scripts, screenplays that you feel should have been represented here that weren't? Hmm. Yeah, of course. Oh okay.
0: not okay. <clears throat> that silence. Of course. Idris Alba.
1: What oh, the fuck? right. Okay. WTF. <laughs> now, in in what? In a supporting role?
0: Well, that's just it is if you want to be if you want to go by the letter of the law, then he should have been supporting actor because yeah. the, the kid is the main character and the main actor in the story. Okay. So um, I yeah I did, that Idris Elba's absence from
1: this list okay.
0: is, is one of the most. To me, it will go down in history as one of the most egregious oversights of the academy.
1: Pip oh, pip pip. Okay, hang on a second though. So who yes. do you who do you take out then? Because you'd have to take someone out. Must I? Well, I don't uh, think you can have six. That's a little
0: unfair for me because I haven't seen everything. But if I had to pick from this list, yes, just on cachet and whatever else, I would have to probably knock out Mark Ruffalo. I'm sorry, I fucking I think he's amazing. I love him.
1: Yeah, Uh, I too follow
0: him when he runs for office.
1: (laughs) Okay, uh, okay,
0: but yeah, I. Gosh, see that's really funny because everyone talks about the the blatant absence of of, of anyone black, yeah. yeah for any any major category. But uh, yeah, you're right. It means someone's got to go and that means ultimately you know having to're we're, we we're affirmative actioning right nominations.
1: Well, I didn't... I was going to... If you if you came up with nothing or you came up with a, a product that didn't have a, a black actor or actress or creative person, I was going to ask the question again and add the word black to it. So I'm really interested that you brought up... Um, <clears throat> excuse me. That you brought up um, I, uh, Idris Elba, who is just fantastic in, in pretty much everything he does, but he was very stunning in that part. It wasn't a part that had super great shape to it I feel like it didn't have a beat at the end for him that could have raised it up a little higher but we don't know that it wasn't a dogfight for whoever came in last on this list this I'm, is true this is true and, and, and listen I want to just as long as we paused here and I know we've gone on for a little longer than I, we wanted to or whatever but uh, I just I mean there's this idea that's floating around now and this whole sort of whitewash of the, uh, of, the of the Oscar nominations and the show itself and whatever the implication is that there is some sort of that there's some sort of um conspiracy afoot to keep the blacks out or people of color out now meanwhile uh in in your in uratu in your in, in your is is uh, is a mexican is is of uh, south american descent he's mexican uh so is the guy who won for best picture last year um they are not white as such so uh, this idea that there's sort of uh, that there's sort of a plot going on um, that bothers me, and also the only real solution to that is then to either expand the categories to allow smaller things in, or to affirmative action the thing, which is just bullshit anyway.
0: Okay. No. Um, yes. Yes. Well, I don't think that. Well, I don't think I definitely don't. I shouldn't say that I think. When people say that there's a conspiracy, I don't think they're thinking of a formal conspiracy in the way that we think of the JFK conspiracy. Like there's yeah. a set number of people making this determination and everyone else is just going to follow orders. Um, it's 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 what institutionalized racism comes to. It's just that the, the scope of the scope of, of focus, of vision. Is limited. You're you're sort of predetermined to just, like people of color just don't register on the same level as Caucasian because you're Caucasian, you're, or you're you know they're white. Yeah, person. yeah. Um, that's what really I I mean, as I understand, well I shouldn't say that that's what institutional racism, oh, but that's mm-hmm. I've interpreted okay. it to be. Okay. Is that a, it's like 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 a, you know, decree from the president's office, from the grand marshal's office, and then you know, memo down to everybody right. involved. I think it's just more that, you don't see it after a while. Like you do, like it just doesn't register on the same scale somehow mentally. Well, I. Um, it's unfortunate. I don't think the answer is affirmative actioning by, you know, you know. F- Making a clause that there must be X per number or X percent of nominees who are, yeah. here, but you change, but you expand the voting pool. Yes, to to be more representative. of okay. Multicultural.
1: Okay, but hang on one second. Though.
0: That supposedly oh. determine is is
1: is the number one box office market but that that presupposes that when they expand the pool to include older women and older men and and more homosexuals although i'm not sure how many more they could possibly let in um and um and and ethnicities and this that and the other thing it presupposes that those people are going to vote for people who look like them and not necessarily for people who are doing the best work
0: it's not just it's not just look it's
1: it's or whatever it's like you think that Angela Bassett can't vote for Kate Blanchett, and if she was up against Oprah well, Winfrey, she'd vote she for Oprah instead. Well, of course she can. I'm not. Well, of so course far she she's had to. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying this is your fault, and I'm fighting against it. I'm fighting against the the voices it, that are well, out there.
0: It's. It. You know what? It, it's basically it, it. It's the Hollywood equivalent of Ferguson.
1: Oh, my God. You better tread carefully. An all-white governing
0: body that is, you know, policing and keeping... Okay, dude. Oh, my
1: God. black population in line. That was crazy outrageous. and. What? That was actually one of the most offensive things I've ever heard you say. What? Because people are dying in Ferguson, and all we're talking about is millionaires who aren't getting their fucking pat on the back.
0: Yes, okay. I, I'm not equating I'm not I understand.
1: I, I get the, what you say.
0: Seriousness but what I'm saying is it, it, it's a parallel situation. <laughs> okay. like, yes you can argue that right. well of course someone like Angela Bassett doesn't have to you know Or whoever. She, she can vote for Blake for Cable agent if she wants to. Yes, of course. Of course. Uh-huh. I'm not suggesting anything otherwise. But <clears throat> All I'm saying is, if you look at the statistics, it's like, oh, okay, well, there were a number of excellent black-themed or black-oriented films this year. Yes. Oh, funny that they aren't nominated. Well, now let's look at the nominating party. And, whoa, what do you know? It's a lot of older white people.
1: Okay. Well,
0: it doesn't... I understand. Like, your argument is definitely valid, but when you pull up the numbers, it doesn't look good for your argument.
1: Wait a minute, except that I can pull out, for example, the last three years, the South American uh, men who have been nominated. Now, somehow the old white guys like the Mexicans, but they don't like the blacks. I mean if you're going to say that they're color, that they have these blinders on and that they're not, they're not re- reading those cultures or anything or is it because because he's, he's doing Birdman, which is about a white guy and he's making uh, the revenant which is about a white guy and doesn't actually have black themes in it but it's or, or Mexican themes in it but uh, you know Milagro, Milagro Beanfield war wasn't nominated and that did have uh, themes that were uh, culturally specific uh, I mean oh Look, oh. I, I look. I'm just heated about this whole thing. Hold on I'm heated. Second. Hold on a second. Yeah. First of all, <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> man, which which of my barbs?
1: Oh no! Oh no! It, uh,
0: you don't. At least I don't here in Chicago. Yes. Hear as much outcry. From the Hispanic community about being alienated okay. from things like awards and whatnot, as you do the Black population, and I am not saying that they shouldn't, and I'm not saying that they have it any better, and I'm not saying that that the Black population does not have a genuine reason for being upset about being excluded, but.
1: But I'm saying they're not being excluded. You can apply it. Oh, okay. Hang on a second. I'm saying that they're not being excluded I mean, in that. Go on.
0: Yeah. Well, so are you saying that, that there, shouldn't be a sympathy,
1: there shouldn't be a sympathy nomination for the older generation? Well, what I'm saying first is um, it all started out as a business over 100 years ago. Let's put some pictures on film and make money. And that's still essentially what the large engine wants to do. But as our sort of uh, socially conscious culture has evolved, it started to now hold this, what was essentially a money-making mechanism, um, responsible for some sort of social conscience. You with me so far? I'm with you. Okay. And so... And I'm all for, like, there's lots of different people who like to hear lots of different stories, and, and we can tell lots of different stories. Um, some of them, like Spotlight, are not going to make a billion dollars around the world. So don't make them for more than, you know, $20 million. You'll, maybe you'll see daylight on it. I don't know. But there's room for all of it. But <clears throat> I just feel like this, you know... Jada Pinkett Smith going, I'm not in, my husband wasn't nominated, and Idris Elba wasn't nominated, so I'm not going to watch. But right now in the pipeline, not as a response to all of this hue and cry, is um, Birth of a Nation is coming out uh, next year. Uh, they borrowed the title from the, the black and white film from, you know, bygone era, and they're telling a new story. I'm dying to see it. Um, Who's they? <clears throat> Are you teasing me with that? No, I'm kind of
0: serious. What, is Melvin Van Peebles doing it? Uh, hold on like, a second. They?
1: <laughs> well, just because I said they doesn't mean that they're black. Well, but... well no, no, just because you said you were <laughs> excited
0: to see it. That has me be sorry. questioned. Because it's news to me that there's a remake of that or it's, anything coming out with that it's, title. It's not a remake. Began.
1: It's not a remake. They're just borrowing the... They're using the title and using it somewhat ironically. Uh, um, okay. Um... And meanwhile I brought up Birth of the Dragon, a uh, a Bruce Lee biopic. Uh, hold on one second. Here. That's the wrong one. Oh my god, I'm gonna scream. We still have picture to discuss. Yeah, no, I know, I know. But this was something I wanted to get off my chest and and I think it's uh it's it's fair. Apologize in advance. There we go. I'm not apologizing at all. Okay. God damn. Oh, I hate the internet. it's
0: okay. I I apologize on your
1: behalf. Oh, I see. On my behalf. Nate Parker is the director. Writers include Gene Migiani, Celestine. I'm sure I'm butchering that also. Nate Parker and one other credit. Nate Parker would be known for um, Mm -hmm. Red Tails. um, Nonstop with Liam Neeson, an actioner that Liam Neeson did. Um, oh, a bunch it, of different stuff. Entering the Taken franchise was that one. Uh, it was. It was, uh, it was between two and three is when uh, that that happened. So, so it's Taken two point five. Sort of. He's on an airplane and no one gets taken. But in any case, um, how dare you mock Liam Neeson and his oeuvre?
0: That's right. No, that's the movie with like with like the the, the cracked screen and they show it when he texts. Yes, yes, exactly.
1: Um, And he also, uh, Nate Parker also directed The Great Debaters, which was a Denzel Washington movie that had Forrest Whitaker in it as well um, that I don't think was nominated for any things. In the movie, you have Army Hammer, you have Jackie Earl Haley. Um, You have to go, uh, I just want to look at the list itself, to see, you have to go to Gabrielle Union before you see a black face. She's the third one down. Um, But generally speaking... The story uh, uh, revolves around Nat Turner, a former slave in America, right. leads a liberation movement uh, to free African-Americans in Virginia that results in a violent retaliation from whites. <clears throat> so that is already in the works, not as a response to any of this stuff that's going on here. It's well, in, well into it. And um, so I think, this, I think this stuff is moving in, in, in the direction that it's supposed to move Somewhat naturally and somewhat by force, but I feel that people flapping their arms and flapping their gums uh doesn't really solve the problem and only makes them to me it makes them seem a little
0: I disagree.
1: Yes. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Let
0: me ask you a question, okay? Yes. Um in terms of uh you know, rising talent. Yes. if... How can I put this? Um, Would you say that the directorial promise of Tom McCarthy betters that of Ryan Coogler for Creed? Uh... Because, to tell you the truth, there's my... That's my missed name from this list.
1: Oh, is him for Creed? Yes. Oh, dude, I don't think I can go there. I think it really? was. Really? <clears throat> I think that that movie uh, stands uh, stands very tall, and and it but it doesn't stand as tall as the original. Okay. <clears throat> it makes up for a lot of missteps along the way, and it and it kind of gave. A dignity to uh, to what is the grace note of that of that character in that series, although I'm sure they'll come up with a new one anyway, but I don't feel like that was uh an oscar caliber script I thought it was a solid script that was well acted i don't i don't think um okay. I don't think that um <clears throat> that's terrible to me I can't remember the name of the of the actor who played creed in it um I know he was in um you know Fruitvale Station, and uh, you know, uh, you're not helping me. You're just sitting there. But anyway, um... you know, but I'm, I'm too embarrassed to guess a name and be wrong. <laughs> well, I full out don't remember his name, which is terrible of me. It has a uh, it has a letter in it. I know, like an initial. Jordan. Like uh, uh, Michael e. Jordan. Michael Lee. Jordan. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> I don't think he did. I don't think that was an Oscar part. I thought he did a solid job.
0: No, I was just, I I was going based on everything I had heard. Okay, it sounded to me like this movie was really elevated from the sequel status that I think a lot of people would have assumed. Right.
1: Yeah, so. And I think it was too, but I don't think it rose up above that. See, there's, but here's the thing. Oh my God, it makes me so mad. The whole thing makes me mad because there's layers and layers of all these kind of politics going on through the Oscars for, from day one, it was going on. And that, and it also has nothing to do with race. Uh, a lot of it has nothing to do with race. Right. Like, so, so for them to go, oh, we're, we're specially singling out the racial aspect of how people are getting fucked over in, in the Oscars doesn't, um, doesn't allow for the fact that there's a bunch of other ways in which uh, white people are fucked over for Oscars.
0: No, well, that is true. Well, I mean, yes, of course, that is true. And that is because of the climate right now, nationally, that again... Oh, that they, have
1: the, they have the stage on which to, to say, hey, this isn't fair. Hey,
0: well, yeah. I yeah. mean, so light is finally being shed on how shitty black people have had it in certain situations.
1: I, but you say that. You say that just now. Light is finally being shed. I, I'm 50 years old, and I have known about that light for 35 or 40 yes, fucking years. It's not finally being shed. Yes,
0: yes, but you and I, you know, you and I are, are part of the <laughs> We
1: understand this. We came from very aggressively liberal backgrounds. Well, I guess so. I mean, I grew Earth. up in the Midwest and... I don't want to say, you know,
0: it's the East Coast mentality, but all I'm doing is to say is no, we live in major metropolises. Of course, you and I are aware of this. Most Americans out in the countryside probably have a different perspective on urban life. Well... Um, let me... Going on, and the reasons why it's going I'm gonna,
1: on. I'm going to wrap up the whole subject really quickly with this one thing, okay? And it's going to sound like it's a joke, and it's sort of a joke, but it's not really a joke with a punchline. It's just sort of points to some of what I think is there's an absurdness to this. Um, and, and, okay, so here's, here it goes. In 1986, uh, two actors, among others, were nominated for uh, Best Actor. One was Bob Hoskins from Mona Lisa, the Pudgy Cockney guy. Um, I know who he is. Huh? I know who he is. I know you know who he is, but I'm not just talking to you. And the, the other one was Paul Newman. He's kind of good looking. He made some popcorn later on and some other things. Um, and that was for uh, Color of Money. And Bob Hoskins was flat out brilliant as far as I was concerned in Mona Lisa. He was a reverend fucking lation in that movie, to me. And, um, and Paul Newman playing Fast Eddie Felsen in his later years in a sequel, essentially, to The Hustler, on a kind of a sequel. And, and it's a movie I basically enjoyed. But it is not. it, it is not the be-all and end-all. Bob Hoskins clearly did better work that year. But, uh, Newman uh, was owed an Oscar. Because he hadn't gotten an Oscar for Fast Eddie and a bunch of other things he should have already gotten it for. Right. And so, in the end, I just want to say that the Oscar went to the handsome, blue-eyed, thin man and not to the fat, little, chubby, the short, fat man. Okay? Okay? And if you look through the history of Oscars, there are a lot more devastatingly handsome men win Oscars than pudgy little whatevers. And speaking as a pudgy little whatever, I have a lot of trouble identifying when I watch a movie and all I see is beautiful people and I don't see fat little fucks like me. But we keep getting ignored for Oscars. And where's our day in the sun? And where's our stage where we can stand up and say, put fat people in the big part. Let them kiss the girl. Let them kill the bad guy and let them get showered with love and awards and so on and so forth
0: but here's the thing yeah of course you can demographize any any category and subcategory you want yeah i mean i haven't heard peep from the inuits from about not being represented in the industry. No, no, but
1: you're being a smart-ass oh, right now. Fat yeah. people make up thing. way more of the population than black people do. But here's the thing. Yes.
0: you're. We're talking about an organization that has historically been very exclusionary in its acknowledgement process. So as it's... As, as, as the realities of the racial divide in this country yes. are becoming more and more prevalent these last couple of years, then yes, it's conspicuous by absence that all well, the nominees just happen to be white. I cannot imagine, I will say this to the day I die, yes. I cannot imagine anyone watching Peace of Nomination could not think that Idris Elba should be nominated for an Academy Award. Holy crap.
1: Yes, in in a bubble by itself, that's true. And then people voted, and he may have come out one vote less. But hold on, just hold on one fucking second, because I'm now... Forget the joke part of it, and I'm not actually mad at you, understand? Um, You're just saying all the right things for me to yell at you. Um, So, so... it's accomplished. (laughs) No, but I'm absolutely serious about this. Just wait we get the best picture. Okay, hang on one second. It is PC for people, liberal, educated wishy-washy, lovey-dovey people to go, oh, dear, the, pla- the blacks have had it bad and to feel poorly for the blacks and so on and so forth. And, I, and I'm sorry if i even offensive of saying the blacks, but in any case. And, and so we have to give them a chance and, and, and they they're, you know, lift everybody up and so on and so forth. But I'm goddamn absolutely serious that fat people are gross and they get ignored. You sort of pushed aside my little thing, but I'm absolutely serious. From the very beginning of the very organization you're talking about until now... The fat people have had it worse than the black people.
0: And women In that had it worse that organization.
1: And what I'm saying is that the so okay, so but again, PC to talk about women, but it's not PC to talk about gross fat people. So what I'm saying is that some of this holier than thou, we should examine it and judge ourselves and so on and so forth the attitude that's going on, that part of that is bullshit because you don't do it across the boards. And don't bring up the fucking Inuits. There's six of them, and there are 150 million fat people in America. And as far as the number of Inuits who want to act, there's two, maybe. And there's thousands, if not millions, of overweight people who would want to act. I'm not choosing it because I am it. It only helps to demonstrate. And I am fat. So... This is my point, is that I'm not mad at you per se, I'm just mad at this idea that, (sighs) whatever, I say do the work, I say do the work, The Revenant, he did the work, Birdman, he did the work, Gravity, he did the fucking work, and they're doing the work in Birth of a Nation, and you know what, Idris Elba, it didn't make the cut, and it's not because you're black, it just wasn't good enough to capture that's it and
0: that may be so I'm not saying that there's a quota that must be reached obviously there could be a year where you know the the largely white executives didn't come up with enough movies that had roles for people of color but I don't believe this is one of those years
1: and I, I can't believe okay, Will Smith and, wasn't okay. nominated Will Smith did you see it no All right, so then don't say that. Say it about about Idris Elba, because you can stand on firm ground. I can't bring it up.
0: Okay, no, no, no. All right, no, no, no. But in all seriousness, in all seriousness, I think... (sighs) I think what needs to be examined is exactly what population or demographic is being represented when awards like this are delivered and are supposed to have some kind of currency in our culture nationally and globally and if we are as diverse a nation and culture as we say we are then that should be reflected in the people who are in Washington governing us and making the decisions that affect all of our lives. And it should be in the population of the people who are greenlighting billions of dollars to generate billions of dollars off of the populations that they are not representing.
1: The population can vote with their wallet. If the population gave a flying fuck about it, they would stop going. But they don't. The millionaires who live on the hills in the mansions are the ones who are caring. The first people to complain about it, at least in the media, were the millionaires. They're going to take their ball and go home. I mean, you and I aren't going to solve this, and we may have gotten all of the entertainment value we can out of this thing. We're on slightly different... Uh... Well, that,
0: would, that would make it totally <laughs> of who got an entertainment value.
1: <laughs> no, no, it, it may be. Listen, people may be calling me an, an asshole, and, and, and they may have... Listen, I listen to things where people say things that I don't agree with, and I have fun getting mad at them. So maybe that's what it is. And, and I'm sure I'm sticking my neck out, and, and I don't know what I'm talking about. and People will come... Uh, give me a, a deservedly hard time. This is in my fantasy where people actually write us or call us or do anything. But um, in any case, I want to thank you and the listeners for giving me a chance to get that off my chest. There's no one around here I could say it to because they would chase me up the fucking hill with pitchforks and flaming torches if I dared uh, speak this opinion in this town.
0: Well, then, you know, then you ought to think about that.
1: <laughs> I gotta hold my head up high. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm I'm really getting mad at you, though. I really am now. I gotta (laughs) calm down. I gotta calm down. Yes, because the villagers were rational people. Um, Okay, so (laughs) best picture. If anyone is even still listening and still cares, uh, we got pictures. When the revolution happens, (laughs) his neighbors
0: stick by him.
1: When the revolution happens, it will be televised and it will be ethnically diverse. Um, the big. short first, here. The big short, Bridge of Spies, Brooklyn, Mad Max: Fury Road, The Martian, The Revenant, Room, and Spotlight. You're up first.
0: Well, I think it will be either the Big Short or the other ones. Um, I, I, I debated for a moment thinking yeah. maybe Martian, but uh, I, I, at this point, I, I, I can only whittle it down to those two.
1: Okay. Well, um, uh, those are the two that I would actually be most likely to say that as well. Not that I didn't think, as I've said repeatedly so far, that Brooklyn was terrific, very well directed, so on and so forth. Don't know that it's best picture material. Um, So I'm down to Big Short and uh, Revenant as well. And do you want to choose? And I'll take uh, sloppy seconds. big shirt way to go i'll take revenant that's what i wanted anyway um and i'm sure i'm wrong on all of these but i'm gonna those are my horses i'm gonna root for them i'm gonna root for them like i'll tell you that right now and i'll curse when they lose and i'll cheer when they win um i think that's all that we have was there something else we wanted to talk about that i've uh now that i've dragged this out forever just
0: more... Well, no, more... No more? <laughs> yeah, no, I just... Uh, yeah, quick shout-out. Um, best Cinematography. It's got to be Emmanuel Lubezki for uh, for The Revenant. Really? Um, yeah. I'd love to weigh in on score and editing and all that other stuff, but... Uh, uh, we spent too much
1: time. <laughs> I understand. Um, I'll say Hateful Eight as a tiebreaker for that one. For which one? For cinematography.
0: Oh, really? What was the tie between The Revenant and what else?
1: No, you were saying... I just mean if we end up tied in, in general over everything else. This, is, oh, okay. this will be the tiebreaker. All right, I'm getting the signal here, so I'm going to go. All right. Ladies Thanks and gentlemen,
0: for listening, for putting up with
1: us, for... Not hey, Greg, uh start that over. Not n not not not, not dri- what? Just start over the, the close.
0: Um well thanks again everyone for listening. Uh, for putting up with us for not driving us out of virtual town with pitchforks. Um although that may be still happening, who knows? Maybe we'll be on the news tomorrow. Uh until next time, this is Dr. Gregor Meyer with Dr. Adam Dooley. This has been Hollywood Rx and we doctors.